1: Abel's offering was out of the first fruits of his resources. Notice it didn't say that about Cain. All it says about Cain is that he brought an offering. About Abel, it says he, bought, he brought an offering the first fruits. Cain came first with the offering, but it was just an offering. Abel, it seems, came after, but he brought the best and the first. See, I, I think Abel's sacrifice required faith on his part.
0: Chances are, you're familiar with the handful of theories and speculations as to why God accepted the sacrifice of Abel over that of Cain's. While some of these theories are rather intriguing, it's important that we take care so as to not overcomplicate something simple, faith. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the faith Abel displayed by offering the best of what he had to the Lord. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Verse 4,
1: Hebrews chapter 11 verse 4 says, By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, stop right there. We're not really going to talk about Enoch today. And like I said, I found a whole bunch of stuff we could have talked about. But there are three things that I do want to talk about. The first one is this sacrifice made by Abel. You know, as is so often the case, the New Testament's pointing us back to the Old Testament. You know, it's good to remember, you know, especially, you know, those of you who are maybe not as familiar yet with the New Testament scriptures, maybe you're not totally acquainted with the Bible, you're not used to reading it and studying it for yourself. Listen, the New Testament scriptures are basically a commentary, for the most part, they're a commentary on the Hebrew scriptures, when you really think about what you have there, the Apostle Paul, everything that he wrote, and he, he wrote much of the New Testament, what we're actually dealing with is what we would today maybe refer to as an ultra-Orthodox rabbi writing a commentary on the Jewish scriptures. Paul was a Pharisee, and he was writing what he believed to be a commentary, a, a, an explanation of why he believed that Jesus from Nazareth was a Jewish Messiah. And... Um, So anyway, we see this a lot. It points us back. The book of Hebrews points us back more than most, maybe, uh, you know, to the Old Testament scriptures. This points us back to Genesis chapter 4, where we read, now Adam knew his wife, Adam knew Eve, his wife, talking about sexual intercourse, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now, Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Now, obviously, there's a little time difference there, right? He wasn't born a tiller of the ground. He didn't come out of the womb with sheep, you know, following him. The idea here is that some time passed. They grew up. One of them grew up to become, become a shepherd and the other one a farmer. And it says in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel in his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. Now this letter to the Hebrews expands a little bit on the whole thing. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. So the, the implication here in, in what is stated clearly in the book of hebrews is that Abel's offering was made by faith and Cain's probably not probably not both of them gave sacrifices out of the resources which God had provided to them you know we i'm sure many of us who have been christian you know for a while we've heard different messages different teachings on this and we hear people talk about you know the well this was an animal sacrifice and this was a sacrifice of of whatever, vegetables, grain, whatever he was growing, and, and that's why, you know, God only the blood, you know, and so and, and people come up with all kinds of ideas about why Abel's sacrifice was was valued and respected and, and Cain's wasn't. But the Bible I think actually actually tells us one was faith and one wasn't. They both were given resources by God. Right? One was a farmer, one was a shepherd. They both brought to God out of the resources which God had provided them. That's what we do. God provides resources. Out of those resources, we offer back to him. That's, That's all he asks. That's all he expects. But this is the first time in Scripture that we see a mention of the firstborn being offered. It's the first time, Genesis 4, the first time in Scripture that we see a mention of the fat being offered to God and see in, in this world in this time the fat that was the best part you know today we're all you know we think we're being health conscious right by avoiding fatty foods and the wrong wrong kind of fad and, and this would have, this would have been the wrong kind i mean you know but apparently not i question all of that to be quite honest i wonder if we're smarter than god Tend to doubt it. Abel's offering was out of the first fruits of his resources. Notice it didn't say that about Cain. All it says about Cain is that he brought an offering. About Abel, it says he, bought, he brought an offering of the first fruits. Cain came first with the offering, but it was just an offering. Abel, it seems, came after, but he brought the best and the first. See, I, I think Abel's sacrifice required faith on his part, that he gave the very first of what God gave to him, and he gave the very best of the first that God entrusted to him. And I think maybe, can't prove it, okay, I can't, can't prove it, but I think maybe Cain did what I've done in the past, what many of you have probably done, what so many people do, wait and see if you can afford it first. And then give a gift to God out of the abundance, last, right? I think that's what he did. I think that's exactly what he did. Didn't require any faith at all because he made sure that he was going to have all that he needed, all his family needed, you know, enough to sell and and, and so forth. And then he gathered together an offering and, and took it to the Lord while Abel took, the first and the best and gave. you know when i when i first became a christian this was something that i really wrestled with because i you know i was in my mid 20s i had a pretty good job i was making pretty good money but um well you know my dad always said that that you will tend to spend whatever you earn my father-in-law quoted that to me yesterday i think he said it was parkinson's law of economics that the need will rise to be compatible with the resources? It sounds better that way, you know, sounds smarter that way. But what it really means is whether you make $500 a month or $50,000 a month, you're going to spend what you have available. If you're making $500 a month, you're going to ride a bicycle if you can afford to get your hands on one, right? $50,000 a month, well, then maybe you find a small airplane buy that, and that's your preferred mode of transportation. You're going to spend whatever you have available. Well, as a young man, I was spending everything that was available, and God wasn't in the budget. I had never been involved in a church as an adult. I hadn't hadn't been participating in anything, and, and then all of a sudden, God radically changed my life. And I realized I need to be faithful with everything he, he's entrusted to me. My, my time, my, my talent, my intellect, anything I have, resources, it, it's, it's all yours. I'm yours. Everything is yours. So what do I do and, about faith and trusting him? And as I wrestled with that, I, I realized... If I will trust him, he will take care of me. That's what the Bible says. And if I trust him, then that means everything.
0: The book of Hebrews contains a unique passage that is many times referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives us a synopsis of people who followed their creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. It wasn't easy, and these icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. God used them, though, to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion pockets of kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. Did you know that you too can be counted in God's Hall of Faith? Today, you can choose to place Jesus first in your life, even if you don't know where the road is leading. Faith isn't easy, but Jesus is the greatest guide. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today, and we'd like to tell you how you can listen to more of Pastor Robert's messages. Here's Tracy to share how you can subscribe to our podcast.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for listening to today's edition of Main Thing Radio.